LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 259. We are that podcast that looks for anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And the chat says there's no audio. What do you mean there's no audio? Okay, ah, ho- oh, Jesus. I'm gone for one week and then shit happens. Hold on. Um, can they... He- nope, that's not going to do it. Um, okay. Can they hear something now? Can you hear us now? Because everything is going fine over here. I mean, if there was no audio, why are people now just saying something? I, I, I don't know. Can you hear us? We are transmitting at full maximum capacity now. We want to make sure everything is working fine. And they still cannot hear us. Okay. I am setting that up. Okay. Let me check the settings on my end. Uh, that's... Okay. Hold on. That should be the default. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's saying dead air on Vogue. Are you serious? Hold on here for a second. All right, they got it. Okay, they got it. They got it. All right. Okay, I I I see what happened. Okay, and this also ties into why we did not have a show last week. Christ Almighty! Uh, everything is working fine. Um, this should be set to here. Okay, that's much better. All right. All right. Alright. I many apologies for not hearing anything. If you didn't hear the music, I will do the pre show next week. Mm. I think we're gonna all need a couple of drinks after this week. Uh maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh god. We are live tonight, week of April 12, 2016, here on the Vogue Network. We're here to, live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash Vogue Network. There is an IRC uh, link. If you click on that, that brings you directly to the chat room. And also, if you go to live.barknetwork.com, there's a pop-up chat where you can go that way, too. Either or, bring it to the chat so we can talk about the good stuff. So, we'll go around the room with... We're going to start things over. How was your week? How was your day? Um, going to adjust the volume on this side. Do something slightly different for better audio control. So... Uh, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Um, well, we have um, we had ZenkaiCon, um, not last week, but uh, the weekend before that, which I know we're going to get into tonight. Mm-hmm. And then there was WrestleMania after that on Sunday, but that's about where all the good stuff happened for me uh, came to a stop. 
Can you turn it down a little bit? I'm kind of drawn up on my music. How's that? That's yeah, a little bit better. That's good. So, uh, anyway. Hang on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not with the uh, schizophrenic weather we've been having this weekend. Yeah, or this I, week. Yeah, I think it's a counteract from last year where we only had a week of spring and it shot straight to summer. Oh, yeah, that was a whole lot of fun. And this past weekend, I got press ganged into helping my parents move because they're leaving their apartment and they're moving in with my sister and her family. That'd be some real foul shit that was the entire plan the entire time. Pretty much. I was like, hey, we need you over to help move a bed. And the only way I was able to get out of this by the good grace of the state before getting called in overtime. Even if I didn't have overtime, I'd be like, I have work simple as that. I noticed I sounded incredibly communist what I just said. <laughs> Please. I, 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 I've used the whole I gotta work uh, excuse on my own family. Because truth be told, I just didn't want to deal with them. Did not. Did not. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, I can totally understand. What Alright. But yeah, now it's just, uh, you know, Making ends meet in between bills and uh, in between paychecks and trying not to go fucking nuts. Honestly, there have been, like, this past Saturday, Sunday, it was, yeah, Sunday. There were times I was just been standing there, like, shaking because I, you know, was internalizing every scream I had. Well, look at it this way. You got your own place. You can scream all you want and be like, ah, oh, much better. Where's my whiskey? I'll still scream into a pillow, you know, noise ordinances. True. Or you can always drive somewhere and roll the windows up and just like, and just go Super Saiyan. Oh, please. The amount of stress I was under this, this past couple days, I'd either go Super Saiyan or my Planeswalker Spark would ignite. Mm. But yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Do I have... What in... Okay. That's what happened. Okay. The wrong track... Uh, you okay? Because this... Because what happened was... I made the, out, I made the musical out playlist outline last night. And I probably forgot to save it. So I'm going by last week's when Ichigo was on the show. And I didn't have Mako-chan's theme queued up. So I'm going to go ahead and do that shit right now. There we go. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um... Okay. <laughs> yeah? You sound a little hyper. No, though. it's... The weather's been really screwing with me. Yeah. So, uh... My allergies have been really, really, really bad the last, uh... week and a half to two weeks. So just trying to basically, uh... Recover that a little bit. Hmm. So how are you feeling? Um, better. I, I think it's a lot. There's a lot of dust, and I know some of the boxes come in smelling like mildew. So I think that's what it is mostly. 
I don't know about you, but I'd be working back there with a rag around my mouth. Uh, it's very, very gross. And the older right. I very get... Very surgical mask. Yeah, yeah that's the older I'm getting, the worse my allergies are getting. I really probably should go and see an allergist, but that costs money. <laughs> insurance won't cover it? I don't have insurance. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I make too much to get free insurance and don't make enough to pay for insurance. So uh, that catch point got me too, so I know exactly what you're going through. See, they have something like that here in New York where if you make too much, there is a plan available. You just pay like 20 bucks a month. Hopefully you guys will get it soon. That would be nice because the cheapest plan that I've found is 200 and... $99 a month. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. That's the cheapest plan that I could get with how much money I make. And unfortunately, I don't have that. It's much cheaper to pay the fee at the end of the year for not having insurance than it is to pay for insurance. And what's interesting is that there are some places that have a, um, there are some like urgent care says where if you go directly to them on a regular basis and you pay them like 45 bucks a month you have some type of coverage yeah I figure you know depending on what I need I can always go to because the, the only meds I'm on are female type meds mm-hmm. so I've got things that I can go to for that I don't but suppose there's any free clinics in your area is there Free clinics? Uh, no. Oh. Unfortunately, because, because of where I am, um, the free clinics, if I call them at 7 o'clock in the morning to make an appointment, I might be able to get in for 4 o'clock that same day. They don't do walk-ins. Oh, and they're all stead. And, yeah. And, unfortunately, the area that I'm living in, because it's... Um highly of one specific uh, ethnicity, they end up, unfortunately, taking them a lot quicker. Which sucks for me, but at the same time, they've been living in the area longer. And my whole thing is, eh, I can't... I can't really control that. Uh, at least we try, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, I've just been trying to catch up on some of my reading, some of my TV, and I went shopping today for a bunch of food to make very, very good, yummy stuff. Yes. I have stuff to make empanadas, I'm so excited. National Empanada they sound Day tasty. Or like that. Uh, National Empanada Day was three days ago, two days ago. Yeah. Today's day is grilled cheese. Yes, today is National Grilled Cheese Day. So when will it be National Fat Kid Day? Every day. Of course. <laughs> So 
So I've got stuff to make empanadas, and I'm happy. And I've got stuff to make churros, and I'm happy. Okay, that's good. Alright. My week and day have been quite interesting. Right after the con, I kind of took some time off to relax and refocus on things. So right now, I am slowly getting my apartment back together, because... My thing is this, if you've seen my place, it's small. Drop a piece of paper and you can't see the floor. So when I originally had a floor, it was nice and neat, and then when I started packing for the con and reworking and reorganizing things, my floor disappeared. So now I'm in the process of getting some more storage bins so I can reorganize everything in my apartment so I can have room, because I would like to have when people come over to crash, they have a place to put their luggage. And also, what I've been doing was, I started going through some of my clothing and started throwing stuff. I actually threw out some old geek shirts and stuff like that, you know? Stuff that's like kind of common that I know I can always repurchase in the future if I change my mind or an alternate design. Original stuff I've been holding on to. I'm, is there a goodwill in your area? Yeah, but the thing is, I end up just throwing them in the trash. Because uh, in my neighborhood, if you put clothes out, somebody will come by, see if they like it, take it, and go about their business. Ah, uh, scavengers. Yeah. And if we go into the chat room at live.vodnetwork.com, Rangerator says, National what day? National Oompa Loompa Day? Uh, that's two weeks from now. And then he follows up with, dude, my place is so small, you need a high-power microscope to see it. I don't know, your place is probably bigger than mine. Let me ask you, Rageinator, do you have a living room and a bedroom? Because if you do, then your place is bigger than mine. <laughs> Hooray, studios. This is smaller than a damn studio. Deficiency? It's smaller than a damn efficiency. No, it's not. I've seen efficiencies. They are bigger than this. We're playing shitty living quarters poker over here. Mm. And Wild Spice says, We have a den now, aka the man-slash-lady cave, but we're in a one-bedroom apartment, though. Mind you, in the suburbs. A one-bedroom in the suburbs is totally different from a one-bedroom in the city, even though my area of Brooklyn, um, it, it is suburbia-like, but it is a city, and Rage says, no living room, kitchen, bathroom, and a tiny-ass bedroom. Well, at least you could differentiate what's up, where's everything in your place is. If you look, if you're on my personal Facebook, somewhere... Are photos of my place. Enjoy. <laughs> oh God. Oh man, we have so much to catch up on. Um, and let me give you a quick breakdown as to what happened last week. So, I decided, with you know, with the help of Mako Chan uh, elbowing me in my back, I decided to stay out there hanging out with her for a couple extra days. So, and she was like, you can do the podcast out there. And I'm like, I could, 
but I don't have the equipment. But then I realized I have a, a big credit line. So I'm like, well, get the stuff, do the show, take it back. You know, simple stuff. And mind you, most of the day while I'm at home, I'm envisioning in my head the layout of how it should be. I should be writing it down, but I had it envisioned. And I'm like, this is going to work. So we get out there and we jury rig and we have everything. And now I have everything just about wired the way it should be. And then we were going to do the show from her living room, but we had to split up where she had to go into her her studio, and then I'm in the living room because the mic is not powerful enough for both of us to talk on. Which is which is kind of understandable given how if you listen to OLR, everybody in the studio has their own mic. I would love to eventually have like a nice microphone at my table where everybody in the room can talk. And then I can just hook up speakers instead of me hearing the output, everybody can hear it. But anywho, story for another time. Everything was set. Everything was good. I start the stream. I am the only one that can hear it. And also in doing so, there were some audio hiccups along the way. Now, some of you know that um, one of my big things about the podcast is audio quality. As you know, the, if you've been listening from day one, the audio has gotten a lot better because I have listened to people, upgraded the equipment, and done things I've done to make it sound better, especially on the playback. If the audio quality is not up to my standards, I'm not going to do a show. Simple as that. The, f- the next night, if there is time, we'll do a recorded show, throw it out on the stream, and call it a day. Which we could have done, but since we're talking Zenkai... I wanted I wanted people here. I wanted you all here. Simple as that. So, didn't work. Called the show off, and I come home. Now, mind you, I have remote access set up between my laptop and my desktop, so I'm pretty much mirroring all the information so it's correct. And then I forget one simple thing. Now, if you do shoutcasting... There is one thing you have to do to make sure that everybody can hear the show if you're on a mixer. Under input configuration, there is input device. In the drop-down, it's either Winamp or sound card input. It was stuck on sound card input the entire night. So I was like, no, it was stuck on Winamp the entire night. I was like, if it wasn't for that, we could have had a pretty decent show. I could have edited the audio, and we could have had ourselves a decent day. So, And that pretty much is the gist of it. And that's what happened. And for some reason, my webcam microphone is going off. But thankfully, since I'm not using it as an input, it doesn't mean a lick of dime to me. So now that you know what happened... I gotta make sure that this doesn't happen again. So now I put, I start putting everything together in one note, like a step-by-step setup, so I know what to do. So I don't have to mirror stuff. Now all that's said and done, we're gonna go ahead and take our first musical break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about Zenkai Con 2016. And I put the word out, so we're hoping to hear from some um, list fans who went to the con. We want to hear from y'all. So we're probably gonna be doing a bit of an extended show. And Rajinator says, so Ron was saying he done fucked up. Were you not there for the first time we did a live show? 
I put in a song that broke the stream because it couldn't read the kanji. Oops. Yes. I can't go like... I don't think I can go a month without screwing something up. Trust me. Believe you me. And not a word out of you, Mako-chan. Mm-hmm. Quiet, you. Mm-hmm. Uh. Alright, we're gonna take our first break. And when we get back, we're talking Zenkai-Con. And wait, what the... Damn it. It... I, that one track still didn't show up. Thank you so very much, Winamp. I think my computer is long overdue for a rebuild. <sighs> Maybe I'll get around in the next couple of weeks, so... <sighs> we'll be back.
Alright, I hope you liked a little bit of a throwback to um to the music, because Slayers is an awesome series. So. Alright, everything is set up. Um, I want to make a quick uh, note real quick before we start off. Um, I want to say uh, congratulations to um, my sister Jen. Um, the reason why I'm congratulating her because she pretty much surprised the hell out of all of us. Um, she gave birth to a baby boy. So, no, baby girl. So I was quite excited by that. At first, I was initially shocked. I was like, wait, what? How did I miss this? And people were asking me, how did you not know? How did you not know? I'm like, number one, she never said anything about being pregnant on Facebook. Number two, my sister lives across town from me. And I have not seen her in maybe about a year, year and a half, because we have busy schedules, and it's kind of hard to get together and hang out. So, but my brother-in-law knew, because he works for her. So he knew how to... um keep things on the download, so I'm proud of him for that, and I'm also happy for my for my sister, so they're home now, chilling, resting, so I think it's pretty awesome, because my sister also cosplays Mercury, so I know exactly what to get her as a gift, so, you know. <laughs> Does it have something to do with a bib? Yeah. <laughs> Does that have something to do with Sailor Mercury? Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and, and, and knock this out. All right. Like I said, this is going to be a bit of an extended show, so bear with us. Now, usually people ask, why do you go down on Thursdays? Basic, simple reason is to secure crash. you crash facing your hotel room. It beats getting up at like 6 o'clock in the morning and making it to the hotel by 9 so you can have a space. Now, if you're a casual con-goer, you're probably not going to care about getting there early, as long as you have a place to put your stuff. But if you're a cosplayer, or you're a long-time con-goer, you want to get there early to cosplay. You want to get there early for the early panels. And if you're pressed like me, you want to get there early by 9, so you can be like at the tip for the photography. Now, what some people decide on when it comes to Thursdays, based on the co- type of convention it is. If it's a really good con, people will go down Thursday just to hang out, chill, relax, see the sights. Because it's getting to the point where conventions, where they're being held, there, there's, there's some scenery and there's some stuff to check out besides uh, the con itself. So, so that's that's pretty cool. No, no, and me personally, I'd rather spend an extra and leave work early I'd rather leave work early or on time on Thursday just to get there by Thursday night or just take a Thursday off from work and just mosey on down right well take that as a yes from everybody so yes yeah. so we get there Thursday we're gonna break down day zero first first thing I did was made my way to uh, the Trenton to meet up with Mako and then we made our way to the con and picking up stuff along the way like food, um, stuff for the convention, booze, and all that cool stuff. So, Grocery shopping before the uh, before the con so we don't have to uh, spend a whole lot eating out. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's nothing wrong with eating out, but I'm not the type um, to eat out every single night at a convention. 
Also, those bills, also those uh, tabs add up. Mm-hmm. So, I, I think one of the highlights for me on Thursday was, one thing I like to do is, walk ar- if I can walk around the convention area and see where everything is, even though I know the layout, I just like to walk around and just see in case some things change. Um, what you did, I brief- briefly did. Um... Not sure if I... I think I ran into a couple of people there that night. Um, I, I think one of the fun things... Uh, what was cool was... The secret shop that we found along the way for, for dinner Thursday night. Yeah, that was oh, really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. I, was te- I was tempted to actually go tonight. Seeing as how it's uh, grilled cheese day. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Hmm. It's a place called Tom and Chi, which is a <clears throat> grilled cheese and tomato soup specialty uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Wild Spice says, yeah, I would have liked to have seen the layout earlier, but I didn't see it until Friday night. And Cassel Yume says, Lancaster is nice to walk around in. It is. Because right after that, uh, me and uh, Kristen, who was, hang- who was in the room with us, she's a bit of a beer connoisseur. Higher up on the pecking order than me. So she wanted to check out some brewery, so I followed along. So we found this one brewery. I forget the name of it, but it's in a warehouse. It's pretty much, it's like you walk down this long path, and you go in, and it's, it's a brewery on one side and a distillery on the other. That sounded like so much fun. Yeah, the downside is they close early, but given that the neighborhood that they're in, which is kind of a quiet neighborhood, it's understandable. Yes, and Wild Spice says, downtown Lancaster was not what I was expecting. I think that kind of surprised a lot of us. And then on the way back, I, I snapped a picture of this awesome um, graffiti art of Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. That was really cool. Then, and while you were doing that, I was making... I and a bunch of other guys were making a pool boy regret taking up his job. Oh, okay. When I finish telling my, you gotta tell that story. So after that, you so know, basically, after that we went huh? over. No, let me let me finish up real quick. Then then the floor is yours. So after that we hit up this other brewery nearby, and the the ale was really nice. And we and I made my way back home. So you know, and as you were saying, um, Ari. Yeah, while you were doing that, I was just checking out the pool because, you know, I felt like going for a swim and my apartment complex doesn't have a pool, so I kind of needed it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the uh, brochures and the websites make the pools to be not much nicer than they really are. Well, and the... Uh, huh? I said, well, yeah. The hot tub that was in the pool was a little, like, pretty much a square hole in the ground. It wasn't really all that big. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, as I was talking to, like, other, you know, con-goers who were checking out the con... I got in it, along with uh, three other uh, men of impressive girth, like myself. Mm-hmm. And the water from the uh, and the water from the <clears throat> hot tub immediately started flooding out all over. Christ! We we were laughing our asses <laughs> off, and, and you know how uh, you know how so, how sometimes they'll come along with the uh, with a push squeegee, you know, like a big squeegee on a stick, you know, push the water back into the pool or whatever. To, Keep it all in. Mm-hmm. Keep the floors clean. Yeah. 
this one uh, pool attendant was doing that. He was, you know, squeegeeing up the floor. But, and as he was coming to us, that's when we all decided to get in and uh, flood everything. And he gets about two pushes of his squeegee and just go, goes, he, fuck it, I quit. Like, fuck it, I'm out of here, routine. And just storms off. Mm. So, yeah, we thought that was hilarious. Also, there was enough space from the hot tub to the pool where you could just easily slide across on your stomach to get into the pool. Right. And that's what I did. Ah, uh, okay, that's cool. Penguin sliding! Splash. <sighs> so yeah, that was the only time I was at the pool, but uh, it was fun, for the most part. I ended up bringing my, my, uh, my swim gear like for the hot tub, I never made it down there. You weren't missing much. I'm not surprised. Wasn't even all that hot either. Again, I'm not surprised by it. Okay. Um, so how, how was your um, day, Mako? That Thursday. Um, Thursday night, once we actually got to the hotel, I sat in the hotel and sewed my ass off. This is the first convention that I did not have my cosplays finished. So, yeah, that was my Thursday, was drinking and sewing. You sound like you were a lot more productive than us, though. No, because if I had actually gotten my cosplay finished, I probably would have walked around with Ranma. Even though I don't drink beer, I would have at least walked around Lancaster a little bit. Yeah, it was nice. Instead, I was in the hotel room listening to 90s dance music and sewing by hand. Well, because of that, you've earned something. Oh, God. Yes, achievement unlocked. Sewing your cosplay in the, in the, in the hotel room. Yeah. What about that um, Asian fusion restaurant we found? Oh, we'll say yeah. We'll, we're about to jump to Friday, right? Oh, okay, I couldn't remember what day that was. That was Friday, yeah. All right, so Friday, I think I kind of surprised everyone in the room when I got up early and went down to down to the gym. What no. was this? Oh, early. Morning. He got up early yeah. and went to the gym. Yeah. He you must have been alarm. back. Yep. He had his alarm set for what seven o'clock? Yeah, something like that. Mm -hmm. And he just rolled up on out. Uh, yeah, you must have been out and back before I even got up. Most likely. And what was what was cool was that you know I'm I'm do I'm getting my I'm doing my workout. You know I'm on the elliptical and I jump over to and I'm on the bike and I look over. I'm just like, yo, there's somebody doing a workout over here. This person looks familiar. And I'm just like, I think I know who it is. And it was my buddy, Kevin. And I was just, I, I, I guess you could say I was in awe, per se. Because I know he started about a year ago. He started going to the gym and started working out and so forth. And I just thought it was really cool to see him down there. So, you know, so... After, you know, after I did my workout, you know, I said hi and saw how he's doing and so forth. And, and I thought that was really cool. So, I mean, for me, that's a bit of motivation. So, 
you know, it's just somebody I've known for a really long time on the con circuit. Somebody who I have a lot of utmost respect for for what he does. So I, that was really cool. So keep at it, Kevin. Keep at it. You're awesome. So, um, so for pretty much, I'm going to tell you all this now. I, I just ran around taking pictures. That's what I pretty much do. I don't really do panels per se, unless it's something that's kind of pertinent to the website or for us or something like that. So what I ended up doing was, and for some reason, uh, this thing gave me a notification. That's okay. Don't do that. Um, Let's see. Let me fix this real quick. So anywho... The only panel I believe I did that day was opening ceremony, so I have to thank uh, Mako-chan for recording that while I was on the other side of the room uh, taking pictures with my new lens, and the shots were pretty phenomenal that I took. Um, I'm trying to think. I think I believe I believe I cosplayed br- briefly on Friday because my list of cosplays were old, as you become known as Old Man Joseph, aka Joseph Joestar from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders. I brought uh, Gardabelt, I brought Formal Luigi, and and I also brought Human Artemis. I did not wear um, Gardabelt with me. At, I didn't wear it at all that weekend because I was having too much fun running around as Old Man Joseph and just exaggerating like the, you know, like the character that he is. So, and I have to say, cosplay game was pretty much on point. I really enjoyed everything that I saw. I just wish I had a little bit more time to grab some more photography. And then later that night, uh, me and Mako hit up the the formal. And that was nice. One thing I do like about conventions now, they're having formals. The downside is, was, what was the music? Generally, what will happen is, I'd say maybe out of, out of like maybe five conventions I go to to have a formal, one is very... High schoolish, and what I mean by high schoolish, it's just the type of music that they play. I mean, they should just call it, you know, the, the, the dance, and you just wear nice duds. But if you say dance in the program guide, people are gonna think rave, and people are gonna show up in raver gear, and it's like, uh, no, it doesn't work that way. I would say I think that the mat the formal is like an hour and a half. It should have been closer. It should have been two hours, because one of the things is about a lot of these formals is that unless you have a ticket, you're not getting in. Some formals is uh, first come, first serve, and there is a bit of a wait. People will get down there in about fifteen, twenty minutes early just to get in there, and it happens. I would say I give the music six. I think it should have been a little bit more formal-esque music. Um, but then again, you can't get any more formal than playing Sephiroth's uh, theme from Final Fantasy VII. The music that I heard, while not slow dance formal, it was still the older style of music. Mm-hmm. It was lively? Kind of like that? Like, like big band stuff? No, it was... Like, you think back to kind of the Victorian stuff, where you have all the line dances. It wasn't that formal, 
but it was that type of music that there was movement in the music that you were supposed to do more than just really sway back and forth. So even the faster songs that were there, they weren't modern fast songs. They weren't, you know, they weren't big band songs, but it was still a fast formal. It was still to be done with a partner, but in a way, you know, not, not slow dance partner, but still in a structured kind of dance way. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. What I heard, it was, some of it was okay, the music. Some of it was very high school-y. But for the most part, they did go more towards the formal type of stuff, which is so much better than last year's formal and so much better than the year before and so much better than just the strict line dancing that they had in years past. I mean, it is... A, I don't know. For some movie. reason, I'm trying to picture cosplay line dancing, and it does actually sound kind of fun. If you mean cosplay Irish line dancing, that they did that about five, six years ago. Well, this is more, again, like the Victorian line dancing with circles and things like that, where you don't necessarily have one partner the entire night. Which, not for nothing, is pretty good in something like this, but if you don't go to the training session, you have no idea what the hell you're doing. Yeah. And how many people would think think ahead of time to go to that? Not a whole hell of a lot. I mean, even for the last couple of formals, they have had... You know, somebody come in and somewhat teach you, you know, certain dances. And I know at this one, I don't know if he was one of the instructor, one of the instructors, or if he was just, you know, he knew what he was doing. But there was one gentleman that was going around the formal and asking women to dance and actually teaching them as he was doing it. And again, because I didn't go to the little 30-minute training session that they had, I don't know if he was, you know, part of that. But I liked that there was somebody going around during the dance itself and going, okay, we can do something simple here. We'll just do a box step. And actually teaching you something more than just swing. Well, I remember... I think I went to uh, a dance class at, a, I think it might have been Amy Boston years ago. It's, it just felt like they were teaching everything all at once from like ease, from the basic to the more, more advanced. I was like, uh, no. I grew up learning how to do the box step. And I did teach a couple of girls the box step, so at least that's something. I think when it comes to these formals, I j- just teach the basics. A lot of people are going there to have fun. I'd say maybe a third of the people going already know how to do all the advanced dancing and so forth. And I think a formal should be should also be fun, you know. Slow music is nice. Something a little, a little throw something a little jazzy in there would be kind of cool. At least it was stuff from it was a lot of anime tracks in there, like. One track they could have played was the opening theme from Chobits. 
that that would have been something nice to dance to. Well, they could have played a lot of things. Yeah. There are a lot of anime out there that have, you know, dance structure to them and have music that would go along with it. True, true. Try to picture someone swing dancing to Tank. My sister, You're welcome. No, my sister wanted to do that as a skit at Otakon one year. That would have been amazing. No, instead we were dancing to Tank that night. Mm. That was at the rave dance. Yep. And as um, it's just not the same. And and as um, let's see, Kessel Yume says in the chat room at live.bartnetwork.com, first year at Lancaster he did line dancing strictly. Okay. Yeah, it was actually I think the first two years they did line dancing strictly hmm. and they had somebody out there to teach and then I think too many people complained that it was overly structured mm-hmm. but the last I want to say two or three years it was too under structured yeah. and last year they should not have had them doing the music for it the music sucked last year they had what I think they had their band doing the music for the dance and then the yeah and the last song it was either last year or the year before I think it was last year though and the last song it was this kind of weird thing that they put together for the uh ghost in the shell thing Mm -hmm. it was not danceable at all it was just them you know, putting their music out there. I think I think they did that more for um, for show than anything else. Yeah, but if you're at a dance, you don't promote yourself if you can't dance to the music. Well, that was one of the reasons why they were doing it. It was actually I think they said that you know it was just to promote something something they were doing with. Um, I think it was Ellen Stern, the voice of the major from um, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, because she was talking through the whole thing. Yeah. Talking. Yeah, but on the same... But when you think about it, where else could you put something like that? During their show. I don't think they really had a show. Yeah. They did? I'm almost positive they actually were either the band or one of the main DJs or something like that. They could have played that mm. first. Because they end up replaying that at the rave that you know, that night, so... Yeah. It did not need to be done at the formal dance. It was not the type of music. It was not needed. But that's last year, not this year, and we should move on. Yes, yes. Now, I ran into one of my, one of my friends, Anime Angel Blue, you know, and I tried to drag her out onto the dance floor, and she's like, I don't dance. I have two left feet. I'm like, so do I. Let's just do it, but I couldn't get her to do it. But we were just talking and joking, and then eventually they started playing. Um, it wasn't Cotton Eye Joe. What was the other song that they played? I showed y'all the video from it. Um, I think they started playing a Tootsie Roll. I, I, I mm-hmm. yeah, I, I after I recorded, I walked over to her. And I was like, um. High school dance achievement unlocked. Where's my flask? You left it in the pocket of your hand-me-down seersucker jacket. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And if I had thought about it, I would have brought my uh, my NES um 
flask with me. That would have been perfect. I could have spotted you mine. Oh, one of mine. Damn, if I had thought about it, but oh well. Alright, so Friday night, the um the rave. Now what the, I'll say about Zenkai Khan's rave, it, it's just so you know, I'm using the term rave in a sense of it's a dance. It's not like a real rave. Because evidently when you call a con dance a rave, the real ravers get offended. I'm sorry. If you want a con rave where you can smoke and do all weed and pop pills and all that shit, you can go to Boston. Oh, wait, you can't. Never mind. Oh. So, one thing I have noticed over the years with with uh, Zankai Khan's uh, con dance, I'm not saying it's family friendly, but in comparison to other conventions that have it, it it pretty much is. I mean, if you're a female and you want to go to a dance where you don't have to worry about guys trying to get in your pants and all this other shit, this is pretty much one to go to because it's that chill. It's the you know what it, it what it is. It's just the liveliness of the type of music that they play to kind of keep it going. And of course, they did play Sandstorm because you, you can't have a rave without the um without Sandstorm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a law, I think. Yeah. Now, normally, people... One thing would say, if a convention has two raves, if you hear that the Friday night one sucks, the Saturday night one's going to be better. If you also hear that Friday night one is going to be great, you get your, you get some expectations of Saturday night's going to be phenomenal, and it's kind of like split down the middle, depending on who you talk to. Now, I believe I had texted Mako both nights saying the music was really good, come down. No, Friday night you texted me and said the music is really good, come down. Saturday I just went down with you because Saturday is usually the day that I go. Mm -hmm. I was meh about the music on Saturday. Oh, okay. But what about for Friday? Friday I loved it. Mm. It was great. The rave scene kind of been inconsistent in her quality. Well, that's yeah. the DJs. Mm-hmm. They don't. They almost always go with different DJs. And oh, Friday night gets one DJ, and Saturday night gets two DJs. The first DJ on Saturday night was Matt. The second DJ was awesome. Well, remember, DJ High Five did both nights. So no, he, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He did the Friday night, okay. and he did the formal. Oh, okay. It was two other DJs that did the Saturday. Hmm. And while the first DJ on Saturday was good, the second one was way up there. Yeah. The only, I think, um, the only issue was, one issue I had was, they put the curtains down in the main events, and we, they were telling everyone because in the main events where the, where, the, where they have to dance, further on, the, on along the side there there are restrooms, and you know you go back and forth. They put the curtains down, and they were telling everybody you have to go use the restrooms outside. Okay, I got no problem with that. So I'm out there waiting to use the restrooms outside, and the person cleaning said, "Go use the ones inside the main events hall." And I was like. Um, 
they they just told us we couldn't use it. We just used to come. We had to come out here, and they were like, "Oh, eh, shit happened." Yeah, I I was not happy with that. Mm. They didn't do that Saturday, as far as I know, but Friday, you know, having the one bathroom that's close enough to main events to actually get to closed down for cleaning and not having another one open really pissed me off. Mm. But that was the hotel. I can't blame the convention for that. Yeah. There was definitely a miscommunication with the hotel, but yeah. Shit happens, you know. Alright, um, Ari, how did your Friday go down? Well, I I'm not entirely sure how much fun it was compared to yours because you guys sound like you had a blast. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's because you guys do more of the uh, raving and dancing stuff than I do. Yeah. But, uh, I, I took some pictures, not as much as you, because mostly, if you all know me, I do all the uh, written reports, which you will be able to read but within a week or so. I'll say end of the week at the best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, uh, putting that out there. But what what huh? what events did you, what panels did you check out on Friday? Uh, let's see a bunch of I. Let <clears throat> me bring up the. Uh, where is it? It's on. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's, uh, sorry, the sketch, right? I forget yeah. it because it's not on a. It's not on, guidebook anymore. Yeah. That's starting to get a little popular because a local convention by me, um, Castle Point, is using Sketch. I got an email from them for, to plan out my schedule. I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. Let's see. But, um, like, the, like the most um, significant ones I, had, uh, <clears throat> I went to was um, earlier, like earlier in the day, there was a... Uh, Old school gaming challenge put on by uh, this troop called the Manly Battleships. Mm, I've heard of them. I think they're coming to Castle Point. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw their schedule. They're coming there. Yeah, they're coming there. And uh, let's see, where is it? Uh, it's called Game Show Impossible Retro Gaming Challenge. Now, what they would do is they would have you know people in the audience ask. Like, they would ask them, "Hey, you want to try and play a game?" And uh, you know. But, you know, a lot of us did. So, you know, most of us didn't. Uh, I like, didn't. I like, didn't pass their challenge. Uh, only like three of us did all together, and I was the first one too. And you basically, they had a a big uh, library of uh, ROMs for the NES. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and the one I got was Donkey Kong. You know, Donkey Kong Junior. Had to beat that one. That one level where you got to. Uh, no, it's the original Donkey Kong, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the, the last level where you have to, you know, jump over the little things in the floor and make the uh, girders fall and knock out Donkey Kong like that. Right, right. Yeah, I managed to uh, pass mine on the last life, and, uh, you know, a couple other people played other games with, a uh, you know, varying skill and uh, <clears throat> knowledge of the game. Anyway, there was uh, three of us left, and, uh, uh, two, the like, two of the other guys got a uh, got put together in the semifinal. They're playing Double Dragon, that uh, versus mode. Oh, from the, N oh the NES one where you're like fighting each other. Yeah, you pick one oh, of the characters God. and it's a mirror match. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that. And uh, and then I got to play the winner of that. The first game was Super Mario Three. You know that uh, Mario Brothers mini game. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they said you were supposed to uh, like defeat the other player and not you know actually win the uh, game like you were supposed to. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. So I just said, ah, fuck it, you guys are gonna play Joust now, and they ended up losing on that. Whoops. So I got second place, and uh, among the prize I got, I got a, a massive can of Surge. Oh, well, th- then again, if you think about it, you can get you can go to Amazon and buy it by the cases. I, I I had it when it originally came out, but I never really saw the appeal of it. I guess. So like, oh, this is neat. I have a picture of me holding the can, and it'll, and I ended up using it for mixers later that mm-hmm. night. Cool. And uh, and the other one, the other big panel was the uh, Rufo Zuko Power Hour. Oh yeah, yeah, US- yeah, yeah. Mako ro- really wanted you to record that. Yep. Yep. Got to uh, listen to Dante Bosco uh, talk, for, like talk for an hour, ask, answer questions, all that good stuff. And uh, you know, he had, he had a lot of. Uh, Good things to say about the industry, you know, people he's worked with and all that. Right. And uh, for all the Avatar fans out there, you, you, you'll understand this. He ships Zutara, but he's happy that Zuko ended up with May. See, I'll, I'll let that go over to Mako-chan since I never really got into um, Avatar. Um... I sail the ship that he sails. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we're good. <laughs> now, even though he's part of the Homestuck fandom, I'm kind I'm kind of happy that the number of Homestuckers were at a dull roar this year. I certainly didn't hear any incidents of uh, people with body paint jumping in the pool. No, but I think I heard a couple of people get pissed off that they were taking over the usual spot for photography, but as I kept walking over there, I was like, no, they did their thing and left, so... See, what yeah, they well, behave themselves. The, yeah. It's not that security was very, very, very much in the areas that people used for photography, mm-hmm. making sure that it was... that people were able to walk through. So they weren't able to just sit there for hours upon hours and do what they wanted to, which made me kind of happy. Yeah, that see to give you a fair idea. The way the the Marriott and the Convention Center is laid out, when you walk in, to your right is a series of stairs. But it's like five steps, five or six steps, and it's like each stair is like six feet across, something like that. So it's like you can kind of lay out like a big group, which is started to become sort of like the official, unofficial cosplay photography spot. If not there, the gazebo across the street or the water fountain across the street. For a while... Um, peop- uh, cosplayers were using like the back area of the dealer's room. Now, you would think that you should never do photography in the dealer's room. 
And you're right, you really shouldn't. And I'm guilty of it. But the way it was laid out up until this year, the back areas were kind of sort of empty. So you could get groups back there for, for photo shoots and it would not interfere with Artist Alley and the dealer's room as a whole. Other than that, you could be easy, you could be fun with uh, snapping a couple pictures for yourself, yeah. which is what I did on Sunday. Yeah, my thing is, I I've learned to you know, what quickly shift uh, shift my camera into whatever mode it needs to be and where I'm in. Quickly focus, grab the two shots, hand the card off, and keep walking. And sometimes I end up forgetting to hand off the card. All right, you got it down to a science. Mm, not just yet, uh, Marco. Did we talk about your Friday? Let's, yeah, tell us about your Friday. What did you do? So, Friday, I just wanted to relax. I got my cosplay finished. So, uh, the first thing I did, I walked around as Velma Dinkley. Jinkies. Which I was excited about. And then for the formal, and a little bit before that, I went around as Lolita Deadpool. With my... Spider-Man backpack <laughs> and my bottle of Francis. Yeah. So I had actually wanted to go to some panels and completely ended up not doing that. For the most part, I actually walked around and just people watched. I was so happy with some of the cosplay I was seeing this weekend. And not just from, you know, people our age or teenagers. And not just... Because we have uh, Lady Kaede that is usually around at Zenkai Khan. Mm -hmm. um, and she was there. But there were actually more of the Silver Generation cosplaying this year. I was I've never seen that so lady happy. Did you see her at the uh, Iro? I think they were walking yeah. around together. Yeah, the yeah, two I got of them are a Zenkaikon staple. Yep. They're both there every year. But I saw she had to be, I, I mean, I don't know her age, but she was definitely grandmother age. Yeah. And she's just as the doctor. And there were a couple of more that I was I was so happy to see it. Because, you know, our generation isn't the only generation of geeks. So it's nice to see them coming out. And it's nice to see all the little, little kids dressed up, too. So that's what I was doing. I was basically just people watching. And I didn't want to bother anybody by taking pictures or anything. Because I think it, it would have interrupted that kind of flow that I was seeing. But it, it was just so nice to sit there and see everybody dressed up and just so happy and excited. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I saw them on, I, don't, I, want, I want to jump ahead real quick. I saw them on Sunday, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, I got a picture of the two of them. And I had told uh, the Lady Coyote cosplayer that I had taken a picture of her and I put it on my Tumblr. And it went wildfire. And I was just thanking her and Iroh so much for their cosplays. It, it just proves that you could cosplay at any age, you know? Mm-hmm. 
so yeah, I mean, my Friday was definitely chill. Uh, we ended up going to the Asian fusion place for mm -hmm. dinner. Oh, I was so full from that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we'll have to remember that for next year. Yep. And go earlier because going when they closed sucked. Yeah, and I also have but, to... Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, so, I mean, it was actually a really, really mellow day. Mm -hmm. I was very happy with this weekend. And I have to say, you know, after... I, I have a quote-unquote uh, daughter, and that's uh, Wild Spice, if you see her in the chat room. If you see her, uh, poker for me, since I can't. But um, we kind of reconnected at Sankai, because she was going through some stuff, so we kind of stopped talking. Then I just get, like, a random text or message from her. I was like... Yeah, I remember. So we kind of picked things up right where we left off. So it was good to see her, you know, running around doing her thing. And I, and I thought it was kind of cool that even though I wasn't doing photo, photo shoots, but she was. So I'm like, I'm handling hall photography and she's doing, I just thought that was kind of cool. So, and there goes the poking. <laughs> and if we go to the chat room at live.votnetwork.com, Castle Yume says, I should check out the raves, never been. Um, let, let me give you some advice. Zink Icon ra raves are fun. I would say, as a female, I would say, go with friends. Definitely go with friends. Because, one thing is, it'll deter a lot of guys from wanting to dance with you, and wanting to dance with you. But, if you want to go by yourself, hey, just tell them you're not interested, and they'll just move right along. You know, just watch your backs. All that cool shit, you know. Now, oh, excuse me. We move along to Saturday. Um, again, more more cosplay, and I got into uh, Joseph Joe Star for um, for the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure photo shoot. And I come to find out that there is another uh, there was another old man Joseph running around, and then I found another one on Sunday, which was pretty cool. And I think. Just doing, just sound, just doing his voice was just pretty cool for me, and I'm like, and I'm actually psyched about doing the the photo shoots. I'm like, and I'm, I didn't realize this up until maybe about late Friday night. I'm like, oh, the Love Life photo shoot. I'm going to that. I'm going to go to the JoJo shoot. Love Life ones at two o'clock. The JoJo ones at two o'clock. I didn't realize both were at the same time across from each other till late last night. I was like. This is going to be fun trying to pull pull off, you know? So, I was still able you're to... You're sounding like it was your first con all over again, honestly. Kind of, awesome. sort of. Yeah. Um, you know, I, but I was still able to get um, photos done, so I was kind of uh, thankful for that. Because so. while they were calling out by, by parts, I was... And doing, like, the... Like, the... Like the suggested OTPs and and sh and, and couplings, I kind of ran off to the other side and grabbed some photos, put on uh, Love Live on my phone, hooked up the speaker and started playing that to kind of get people into it, which I also did for um for the JoJo shoot. End up I ended up queuing up um Yes by Roundabout because it's like the song is like almost nine minutes and it pretty much covered the bulk of the shoot after playing it three times, so. And that was kind of cool. Ah, uh, see what else was there. Then there, there was the uh, the masquerade. 
Now, one thing I love about Zenkai Khan's Masquerade is that um, you're in and out in about an hour. Most uh, convention masquerades, the masquerade is about an hour 10, hour 15, give or take. Then there is the long-ass walk-ons. Then during that, the judges are buying time. And then there's more time being bought. Then they show the awards and so forth. Not Zenkai. It's, what, also another thing I like is the fact that it starts early. Because between you and me, I am not too fond of a 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. start time for a masquerade. I mean, I, I, some people like it that way. I just prefer the masquerade starts around 6, 6.30. And you're in a, a two-hour block. But if it's all done within an hour and a half, including walk-ons and awards, I'm happy. That means from like 7.30 on, I can go back to my room, change, and go find food, and kind of relax, you know? Mm-hmm. That's... That, that's the way I look at it. So, Whereas, you know, some conventions, it's like right after Masquerade's over by like 9.30 and you're trying to get food and all the food places are just like backed up. Whereas, you know, the Masquerade starts early. Food places aren't as backed up. And generally, if there's multiple people staying in the room, it's kind of hard to negotiate takeout unless everyone agrees in advance. And sometimes someone might change their mind like, no, nah, I don't want that. Well, we've never had that kind of problem, have we? No, I don't. I don't think we've ever had that problem. No. Um, I guess I said I did like the nice variety of the skits, and Mako, there's this one masquerade skit you have got to see. Uh, it it it, com- it combines Hunger Games. And I believe it also threw in there, um, threw in there a little bit of Deadpool and Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, God. <laughs> I, no, I think you're going to like it. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, Castle Yume says, I know the feeling for participants. We need to be there at five. Trust me. I understand. Um, I, I used to do the masquerades, and believe you me, much as I enjoyed them, it's just that it just took up a lot of my time from other things I wanted to do. So, you know. And Wild Spice says, um... That was discussed in the back in my day con cosplay panel, which is cool. Um, yes, Castle Yume. I think my engagement ring will deter them. Yes, yes, yes. If you go on our web on our YouTube page um, and you look up Zenkai Con 2015, don't don't give me any shit for it. But there is a video. I'm saying don't give me any shit because no videos are up there for it yet. But there is a video of a couple getting engaged on stage. And I do believe that was Castle Yume. That, that, that was sweet. That was adorable. Caught everybody off guard. Well played. Um, let's see what else is going on. Yeah, Wild Spice agreeing, saying typically they run like two to three hours. So, yeah, you know, that, that happens. I mean, I like Masquerade skits, but cull it at a certain time because some people do get antsy. Alright, no, it was her sister. My bad, my bad. It was her sister. Whoops. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, who else wants to talk about their Saturday? Um, 
my Saturday, again, was very mellow. Uh, I got into Steven Universe and then ended up going with DJ AJ to the farmer's market and walked around there and realized when I got back from there that I had completely missed the one panel that I really, really, really wanted to see, what which was the voice actors panel. Uh. Um, so I was pissed at myself for that one because that's the one panel that I really, really don't want to miss because um, it's the voice actors doing lines with their characters' voices oh, of yeah. various, various things and then talking about you know, what they do and stuff like that. So I was very, very pissed at myself for that. Um, Then just hung around, people watched, did the Steven Universe photo shoot, which I wish somebody was there for to actually take pictures of. I was trying, I actually went trying to find it, but I couldn't find it. Well, you were there, you were standing right next to me, and then all of a sudden you disappeared. I didn't, I legitimately did not see you. Yeah, I, you were standing right next to me. You should have... Because we went, we went over to the gazebo, mm-hmm. and the DC people were still over there. or the It was heroes and villains. Yeah. They were still over there, so we ended up finding a spot over by the fountain. But we were all standing right there in Steven Universe gear. There were like seven of us, eight of us, just standing around. And you came over, you looked directly at me, and then you walked away. I legitimately do not remember looking at you. Now, I remember yeah. the heroes and villains shoot, and I remember st- not even going over that way because I'm like, that's where it's supposed to be, but I don't see them, you know, so. Roll yeah, spot no. check, one. Uh, yeah, we were standing there, and then, you know, everybody decided, oh, well, it's too busy over here. We'll go by the fountain, which worked really well for the Lapis cosplayer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the photo shoot was fun, but at the same time, it was a clusterfuck. It's probably because the person, it's probably a person's first time running it or something like that. Well, it was their second one, and they didn't do bad. It was more the location. It was, you know, we had a bunch of people in dresses that weren't able to really pose very well because of their dresses. I mean, we had a bunch of sapphires. We had a bunch of uh, 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 pearls? Yeah. Now my mind blanked out. We had a bunch of roses. Mm. And, you know, big poofy dresses. So, to really do anything, they were basically standing and everybody else had to crouch around them. And... Because of what I had on my feet, crouching and kneeling and all of that hurt. My ankle cannot take being in flip-flops and trying to crouch. So, yeah, it was not fun that way. But even just, you know, where we were, it was difficult to really get any height. It was, you know, I don't know. I think it just needs to be planned better for next year on where it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I, I think one thing when it comes to these photo shoots, 
I think whoever is organizing it or somebody who's helping to organize it, if they live near the area, go to the hotel and scope it out and see where we can see what can we do. That was the other thing. Mm -hmm. I was fucking cold. But because we actually got near the fountain, they all wanted to do the, you know, do the pictures by the fountain. Mm -hmm. I was fucking freezing. And I know that there were people in less than I was wearing because we had two rubies in shorts. So I know that they were freezing. It was like 40 freaking degrees that day. So I really And it was 70 going inside. up, which was uh, really bad. <laughs> yeah, but like I was I liked being in the photo shoot, but I was not into it. It was just I was too fucking cold. Mm-hmm. And ended up going into the room after that and crashing for 2 hours shivering because I was so fucking cold. I don't blame you. So yeah, that was my Saturday. <laughs> my Saturday night was trying to recover so I could actually drink and go to the rave. <laughs> I think that's I think that's like a Saturday night tradition with anybody over the age of like 20. Go back to the room, relax, have your dinner, you drink, and if you're up for it, you put on dance clothes and you go down to the rave. Hey, it works. And reference back to, um, there was a mention where I was talking about Homestuck and that it was ending. I believe this, it's ending this week or something like that, so. Yeah, it's ending fairly soon. Yeah. And, um, let's see, K-Dog says the VA's read Star Wars lines. The VA's read a lot of lines. It wasn't just Star Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. I helped. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I just picture you, um... I just picture, um... You going, and I helped. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I I know that there was more than Star Wars. I was, and that's mainly why I was so pissed off at myself, is because Mm -hmm. I knew exactly what was going to be going on. I knew what lines were going to be, and I just, I really wanted to see it, and I'm pissed off at myself. (sighs) But I know somebody had to have recorded it, and I can watch it. But not us, because I fucking forgot about it. Ari, how was your Saturday? Uh, my Saturday was pretty fun. Uh, Friday, like the day before, I was cosplaying as Bear Hugger from Punch Out. And as an aside, I actually found a little Mac to uh, square off with. First time that's happened. But uh, you know, the, you know, the, the night before, I was in the bathroom, had to uh, trim my beard, you know, for the cosplay. So I'm like, the. the uh, <clears throat> My electric trimmer has this little has this little thing on it. Says like like from one to twelve. Rami, you probably know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah. So like, okay, okay, I shouldn't take it down too far. So I'll set it to three. 
And I took it down to the stubble. Fuck. Now, I've gotten a lot of praise for my beard. You know, so you know, getting a lot of compliments for one. I'm looking at like, oh, shit. But, uh, you know, it's just facial hair. It'll grow back. Yeah. And, uh... Let's see. The two big things I did on uh, Saturday were uh, <clears throat> I tried to get into uh, Greg Wicker's game shows again. Mm-hmm. This was after that interview you and I did around uh, noonish or so. Right, right. Um, yeah, we. Did that, no, I think that was around three-ish. Yeah. Yeah. We I did, know we yeah, were. We interviewed. Um, yep. Uh, we, t- we, co- we interviewed cosplay burlesque. Yeah, and I remember because the interviews and the trials were in the same room. It's kind of running together. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, one of them was a pyramid, you know, $25,000 pyramid, and the other one was password. Yeah, password. And, uh, you know, I auditioned. I, I thought I did pretty good, but, uh, you know, I didn't make it again. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if the, like, like, I don't know what kind of specific criteria looks for for the contestants or... Maybe I'm just not that charismatic enough. But, uh, the panels themselves were pretty entertaining, you know. Uh, Vic Mignona was one of the uh, celebrity guests. And, uh, who was the other one? Let me double check. Um, uh, Charles Dunbar was for uh, Anime Pyramid. Right, I believe they said that. I think that was said during opening ceremonies. Yeah, and for password it was Ellen Stern and uh, Richard Epcar, oh. both voice actors. All right. Now, did we count? Are Those we are the two big things. And then, that, then after that, we uh, came back to our room, and uh, we drank a lot. And I ended up philosophizing with the another f- friend I had met in we the room. Do that. I, I forget his name. Huh? Um, one of the guys, Eric. Yeah, who who, who hung out in the room with us. Yeah, I get really chatty and, like, bullet train talking, you know, shit like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, from what I can remember of it, it was actually, you know, pretty, fairly uh, intellectual and entertaining. That's good. Now, let's see. I was also passing around the, uh, that strawberry whiskey we had, mm. I bought. Because we were shopping for liquor, and then yep, yep. I paused and looked at it, and like, this is the first time I've ever been, you know, perplexed by a bottle of alcohol. <laughs> Gotta try it out. All right. So let's bring it on into uh, Sunday. Um, there was a bit of a time mistake. Um, I was late to Vic, to the interview with Vic Mignona, even though I was, t- I was told 11.15, but it was 11, but we got it taken care of. So, And he, too, likes Mako-chan's bacon maple cookies. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, LAM. Yeah, I, I, have I a made picture cookies of it on our Facebook page. Yep. Yeah, I made cookies this weekend and gave some to uh, the con chair, and she was traveling around with them. And then I got a message from her going, "Oh, by the way, Dante Bosco really likes your cookies." And yeah, all I had to say was, "Uh, yeah, bang rang for that one." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you know, they end up taking some down and. I, you know, look on the Facebook and it's like, oh, Vic is eating my cookies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, get really, I get really, really excited about feeding people. We know you do. That's why we call you Mako-chan. 
Hi. Now, Sunday was the Sailor Moon shoot, which was pretty fun. Um, I kind of wish the shoot wasn't on Sunday because I have to pack a certain, I have to pack it up, put my costume in my Artemis bag, and walk around until it's time, changing back and forth. It's just extra stuff, but I don't mind it. But you know, it's it's cool. But um, the interview we did with Vic. Now I've done many um, interviews with voice actors and actresses, like in the last, I'd say five, six years of running this show. I don't try to hit below the belt like some interviewers do. I like to talk about, you know, what's interesting and what's up. And I always try to ask them, is there something you don't want us to talk about? That way, it's not an odd or awkward situation. Now, as you know, a couple of weeks back, we talked about the video where Vic was conversing with these other with these other biblicans about the Bible and the church. Now, what I loved about that video was the fact that long story short, Vic is saying God loves you no matter what. You need to get it through their head so these so everybody knows. Simple. That was the message put straightforward. And I said I was going to ask him about this. And I, and at first I thought about it sort of like, you know, I could kind of make a break me because I'm not sure how he's going to react. But as we... Yeah, were, yes. Hmm? As soon as you started asking a question, you did that, oh, ho, 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 ho. like you know exactly what you were talking about. Yeah. It kind of looked, sounded like he wanted to talk about it. Like, yeah. yeah, and that's what I liked because I wasn't sure. I'm probably going to like go to his fan page and like thank him for that because that, that meant a lot. Because the thing is... That was like one of the most powerful, moving interviews I've ever done. Because we all have our passions in what we do. You can tell in Vic's voice the passion he has for his religion and how it helps him and he does his best to help others. But he doesn't throw it out there. Which is amazing and remarkable. And you all have got to see this interview. Trust me on this. You got it. You got it. So I'm going to try to get that up as soon as possible. It was to me. It was it doesn't very. Doesn't beat you over the head with it. Mm, pretty much. It doesn't beat you over the head with it. Yeah. All right. So, and Sunday it was just really chill, and I've discovered with Zenkai it's usually best leave around three, three thirty ish because that's when it pretty much dies out, and it's kind of like gets slim picking for for photos. So. Um, Ari, you left early, right? Mostly because I had a WrestleMania party to go to that night. Mm-hmm. And... But I did get I did get some good pictures. You know, the uh, Totally Spies uh, group was one of my favorites that day. I, I think I know somebody that was in that group. Um, I'll have to double check later. Um, Maka, what? How Sunday for you? Um, Sunday was basically just packing everything up. Um. I think my allergies were really starting to bother me because, um, as we found out at the beginning of this season, I have an allergy to cold weather, and it was fairly cold Saturday and Sunday, so I think I was just basically dealing with that and was just very tired and out of it. So I basically just sat in the, uh, either walked around the dealer's hall or just sat in the, uh, the little complex and just people watched again. 
but Sunday was very mellow, mm-hmm. even more so. I just really wanted a relaxing weekend because I had been stressing with uh, work and home, and I got that, so I was very happy. Right. Now, um, be- since we're running late like we normally do, like as I warned, we're going to skip um, the articles. Um, do y'all want to skip the news from Japan and just kind of run straight through? Um, we're going to actually skip the news from Japan. I'm just I mean, we can just run straight through without okay. taking a break. Yeah. All right. So that's what we're going to do. Um, I think we could take a quick break, but, um, right now I have opened up the Skype line. So if you have been to Zenkai Con, if you want to call in and, and tell us what you thought of the convention and ideas and suggestions, you can Skype us at anime jam session. All calls are down to two minutes while Skype line is booting up. We're going to go around the room and do a quick um, quick thoughts of the, of the convention and we're going to quickly do the open forum topic. Um, or should we save that for next week? We can save it for next week. Yeah, we'll save that for next week. Because um, I think with that open forum it's, we're going to go, we're going to run a lot lot longer than normal so we're going to save that for next week I apologize for that but it'll be worth it and as I have said Zenkai Khan is one of those few conventions where I can say I've been to it since year one or almost all of since year one I love the fact that Zenkai Khan is a big convention but it's small at the same time and what I mean is the it's not that crowded. You can make your way back and forth. There's plenty of cosplay. I mean, there's plenty of like chill spots all over the con to hang out. I would say Zenkai is like a chill con. If you I'm just saying if you are if you are a cosplayer that goes to conventions and you compete in all these other masquerades, but if you want a convention where you just wanna just chillax and just have a good time and you can you don't have to walk a block to get to like food or resources and stuff. Zenkai Khan is it. Now I understand they changed the ruling a little bit where you are not allowed at the convention to walk around with a tripod and flash equipment unless you are a member of the press. And I am so thankful I really did not see that at all. Because my thing is this, if you want to do that, just apply for a press pass. How hard is that? That's all. Um, I would say hopefully for next year, um, let's get some more DJs in, you know. Um, just tweak the mask, the, 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 um, the formal a bit. But other than that, I had a great time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So I would say definitely it's on my go-to list. I would say definitely go. If you're not sure about going next year, definitely go. All right, um, Mako. Um, I think what it is, and everybody bitches and complains. Oh, you know, family-friendly convention. I think the reason why this convention is so mellow and just not filled with so much drama is because it's family friendly it's not one of those 18 plus conventions they're not looking to have uh you know a bunch of 
people having sex in the dance and shit like that. So I really like it that I can go there and I know I'm going to have a good time and I know I'm going to, you know, meet up with friends that I don't normally get to see and just that it's going to be a relaxing weekend. The cosplay is still good. The area is still good. The panels are still good. But for some reason, the whole family-friendly thing makes it so much more mellow than some of the other conventions out there that are either 18 plus or, you know, not necessarily catering to a younger generation. And, you know, while I do like those conventions too, there's Mm -hmm. just something about being able to go and not have to deal with that kind of shit that makes Zenkai Khan like probably one of the convent, like one of the only conventions that I know I will go to every year. Mm-hmm. Ari, I think this was like your first Zenkai in a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I, w- I didn't make it to uh was it last? I know I wasn't able to make it one year because of, I guess, scheduling conflicts or financial conflicts or whatever. But uh, the last, I know I enjoyed it the last time I was there. Wait, wait, it was 14 I was not there. 15 right. I was. Right. Yeah, but I had a lot of fun going out here. I mean, I really needed this weekend to, uh, you know, to get away from everything and just be with, be with you know, friends and uh, not have to worry about shit at home. I mean, I didn't have a whole lot of money to spend, like, in the dealer's room or whatnot, but that didn't really bother me. But I was... <clears throat> yeah, I like, I'm liking Pennsylvania Dutch country. I was just... <clears throat> pardon me. But, yeah, I'm going to look forward to going to ZenkaiCon a lot more. I just wish the pool would be a little better. <laughs> I'll say this. Dealer's room, I got the one thing I, one of the things I wanted, a Nozomi figurine. So that's that, that was it. I think that was, like, best one I could find. Plus, I saved five bucks on it. Go me. Yeah, but yeah I'll one definitely thing be I wanted to... in the dealer's room I wasn't able to get. Aww. I I love Zenkaikon. I'll definitely be going back next year if I can make it. Oh, yeah. Alright, so, um, last last calls for the Skype line before I shut it down. And then we're gonna, and after that, we're gonna take our, um, I guess we have time for our break and then we can get out of here. Okay. So we're not doing the Japanese news? Alright. Eh, fuck it. We can do news from Japan. We can do that. Let me uh, let me open it up. Um, let me open it up here, cause we. I don't think it's gonna take that take long for us to talk about it. This stuff. No. That and somebody in the chat room wants to call in, so I'm buying them as much pos- much time as I possibly can. Oh, it's wild spice. Yeah, but and. And speaking of devil, hi, Wild Spice. And we cannot hear you. Oh, Jesus. Why why am I not surprised this is happening tonight? (laughs) Hold on. Everything is set 
on our end the way it's supposed to. So I don't know, Wild Spice. We'll wait. We're trying to hear you, but we can't hear you. Let me test something real quick. Yeah, it's it's working fine for us. We we just can't hear you. Use the microphone. She says, sorry, it's my headphones, not you guys. Okay. Don't. It's o- it's okay, Wild Spice. We- we've-, we've had that happen plenty of times before, if not by people calling into the Skype line, actually on the podcast. All right. She's going to give it another go. You're on the yeah. air. Hello? We can hear you. Yay. <laughs> Christ. Do, do, do I have to send you like a list of recommended uh, headphones to use for Skype? No. Okay. All right. You have two minutes. So tell us, what did you think of ZenkaiCon? Um, ZenkaiCon was great. Um, I haven't been since ZenkaiCon 2008 when mm-hmm. it was still right outside Philadelphia in yeah. like the Scanticon Hotel. <laughs> I, I, I missed that I damn hotel. That. I missed that hotel because that whole one hotel room was the size of two normal hotel rooms. You could fit six people in there comfortably. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. It was nice to go and see how much it's grown because I remember back when it started mm-hmm. at a, at um, Villanova back in like 2004-ish. Then it merged with another one and then now it's what it is today. So it was really nice to see it go from little to mid-size now and hopefully get bigger. Yeah, I just hope it kind of gets like a gradual enlargement bigness you know not like you flip you snap your fingers you're like wait where are all these people come from you know right right, so what did you like about the con the most um i liked how nice everybody was like it was nice that everybody was you know saying hi to each other everyone was making friends with each other everyone was getting along so that was nice and i like that uh, the hotel and convention center is all in one spot so not everybody like had a walk from building to building so that was nice that's good now what did you not like about the con um hmm think. <laughs> um there wasn't really anything I didn't like about the con I guess like some of the programming I felt kind of lacked in some areas like there were some gaps where it was like Eh, there's not really anything I'm interested in doing right now. And, like, I was one of those people staying off-site, so I couldn't just go up to my room and chill out. I would have had to leave the parking garage, drive 10 minutes back to the hotel, then come back and try to park again. So, mm. Well, I guess next year you can always room with us. There you go. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have the funnest room parties. Well, I don't know about room parties per se, because my, my crazy room party days are over. All we do is just chill in the room, have some drinks, just laugh at shit on YouTube or whatever's on TV, and just like, hey. There you go. That's yeah, I mean, the way to go. <laughs> put a bunch of drinks in me and get me and get me started on something that interests me, and I'll talk your goddamn ear off. <laughs> there you go. So you have anything else for us tonight? 
Yeah, it just uh, it was great to see you guys at the con, it <laughs> and it was great to meet you, Ari. So <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Waltzweiss. Take care. You guys take care too. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Bye. I, I have to admit that call quality is really good because my my uh, tablet is Wi-Fi, and I'm just like because the old Skype computer, which I the original Skype computer has been sold, and that was hardwired in just to cover my ass. And then the second Skype computer was actually hardwired for a while till one day I just totally forgot. And I didn't realize until like three shows in that, you know, I haven't been plugging it in and the call quality's been good. So I was like, okay, just leave it at that. It also doesn't help that I think the tablet's only like two, like a foot and a half away. Eh. All right, so enough about that. We're going to go ahead and sign off off of the Skype line. And we're going to go ahead and have some comedic action. News from Japan. Alright, who wants to go first? I'll take it. Go for it. In this case, <coughs> news from strange news from Asia. Let's see. A uh, crazed Chinese janitor ruins recess. The students at a Taiping middle school are enjoying a nice break in their studies, a rarity in China, <clears throat> when insanity struck. A crazed employee at the school bursts out of the building without any clothes on. Oh my god, really? Seemingly at random, he approached another student who were fixing his attention on one 16-year-old girl. Although, lab- <clears throat> Although labeled a middle school, the institution actually provides education to high schools. It's located in the... Guangxi, Zhang Autonomous Region of Southern China has a student body of over 2,500. The man at the center of this bizarre and horrifying story is a 30-year-old with the last name of Ho. Employed as a janitor, open seat in the school's science laboratories, Ho has worked for school for nearly a decade. But now, before now, he has never had any behavior issues at work. By all accounts, he was more like staff. The naked Ho cornered the 16-year-old student against the wall. Male classmates watched in horror. They appeared frozen in panic, and a few, as were a few teachers standing nearby. They, however, quickly sprang in and tackled her to the ground, freeing the fight girl from his head. Staffy, naked and his horizon. Ari, speak up, we can barely hear you, bro. Sorry, I can really hear you over the music. How's that? That's better. Okay. So, the short end of it is, this one janitor who works in the science lab lost his goddamn mind somehow and started running around naked and one and assaulted a uh, schoolgirl that's 16 years old. It just co- happened completely out of the blue and he ended up being arrested and taken away. Mm. Although he says he has a history of mental illness but doctor said he hadn't acted on any of his thoughts he was considered cured. And the school's considering whether or not they should fire Wow. That's... That's what I How do you go to school knowing like something like that should happen? Like... Like, fuck, I mean... Can I just go home now? I don't want to go to classes anymore. 
I, I, something, something must have just flipped the switch in his mind. He's like, you know what? F this shit. I'm done. You know. Mhm. Mm something had to happen, but since he was in the sciences lab, maybe he inhaled something or something like that. Who knows? Marco, you want to take the next one? Uh, I want the last one. Okay. Alright. What's popular in Japan are capsule hotels. I believe what they are... That's actually the last one. Is it? Oh. It threw mm -hmm. everything together in an odd order. Okay, I gotcha. Let me fix this real quick. Alright. I'm going to assume this dude had to be naked or, some, or something outlandish. Because a man was arrested after doing yoga and meditating on a on a flight to Japan. No, he wasn't naked. Of course not. Uh, Japan-bound airplane returned to Hawaii because of a violent South Korean passenger who wanted to do yoga instead of sitting in his seat. This happened on March 26th. United Airlines flight from Honolulu International Airport going to Narita International Airport. And the turn right back around because of the passenger was yelling at crew, crew members and shoving his wife as per the criminal complaint put forth by the FBI. The, um, criminal, Hyung Tae Pei, he told the FBI he didn't want to sit in his seat during meal service, so he went to the, go to the back of the plane to do yoga and meditate. He got upset when his wife and the flight attendants told him to go back to his seat, because th there are some things you can't do on a plane. I mean, if it's your own plane, then... Yeah, do whatever the hell you want to do. But in this case, not so much. It got to the point <coughs> where he threatened to kill the passengers and yelling that there was no God. And he got into a couple of altercations, especially with a couple of Marines that were on flight. Yeah, that, that, that was stupid within itself. But now he's being detained at Honolulu Federal Detention Center and to be released on a $25,000 bond. And he's not allowed to leave the island of Ohio and he's undergoing a mental health evaluation. It seems that recently, um, person, uh, Pei, recently took up yoga to help with his anxiety. And he's also adding that he was sleep deprived during vacation and he told the FBI that he has been able to sleep in 11 days. Wow. I kind of feel bad for the guy. Hope it's a legitimate medical, con medical condition, and yeah. Maybe his wife should have given him some gramamine and tell him to go to sleep. I don't know. Also, even after like three or four days, your mind starts, you know, bugging out and you start seeing hallucinations from a lack of sleep. Mm hmm. <clears throat> All right, Marco John. Okay, so it seems that there is a new capsule hotel in Shibuya. It is designed for women's comfort, specifically for those visiting from overseas. Uh, the hotel offers support in Japanese and English and sits about 14 minutes from the station on foot. 
the owners have gone out of their way to create a cultural experience for the foreigners. Uh, there is an extravagant bath featuring paintings of Mount Fuji. Uh, there's various scents in the heated water, including yuzu and iris. Uh, Kimono-wearing hostesses will greet all visitors. And guests will also have the opportunity to get their photos taken wearing kimono for souvenirs. Uh, visitors will also get to wear yukata and tabi, but it's still a capsule hotel, so the rooms aren't exactly going to have, you know, tatimi mats and all of that. But it's very plush. It's extremely clean, modern, um, clean lines, very pink. Um, and while only one person can stay in each capsule... They do free Wi-Fi and towels. The bath is open for all guests. Um, and then if you don't want to use the baths, there are hot showers. Mm. It's $44 to uh, about $90 per night, depending on, I guess, where you're staying in there. But it's only for women. This is strictly a women's only capsule hotel. Hmm. Interesting. There's no curfew because some capsule hotels do have a curfew. So there's no curfew. You can come and go as you want, but it's strictly for women, which I thought was amazing. Because fuck you, that's why. So how long before you go over there and uh, give us a review of it, Mako-chan? Whenever somebody's willing to pay me to go. (laughs) Well, let's get that Kickstarter going. Yeah. Go, go, Gadget, go fund me. Yeah. That's never going to happen, but okay. Okay, uh, I think we're done, so we're going to go ahead, play our last tracks, and when we get back, we're going to wrap things up and call it a night. Sounds good? Good, then. Yep. All right. Uh, everything is set. Everything is set. Uh, volume is set. Volume is set. We'll be back.
Yeah, I think that's I think that's like the longest we've ran this year, late this year so far. Probably. Well, it is our first convention. Well, yeah. We the have, year is young too. Yep, we probably have like what six more of these long long shows to do <laughs> this year, <laughs> give or take. I don't know. I think I'm done for my conventions this year, <laughs> which is sad. Aww. We'll have to guess. We'll have to drink a little bit more for you on your, on your behalf. Meh. Fine. We'll get you on Skype. We'll do Skype video. We'll all drink together. Okay. I like that idea. Awesome. Well, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend, and so on and so forth. Um, we do this for free. We're, we're independent po- bloggers, independent podcasters. We do it for the fun of it. So, what we tell you, what we like or don't like, that's straight up. We're not gonna pull punches with you. If you have any questions, ideas, suggestions, and so forth about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession dot com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession dot com. Um, check out our website at animejamsession dot com, where we post all of our convention reports, links to our convention photos and videos. Um, cosplay articles and anime articles as they come across. So definitely check them out. If you have trouble accessing our site for our podcast, you can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, um, and Google Play coming soon. Uh, let's see. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. That's where we post all of our convention videos. So if you want to see um, videos from convention masquerades we've done, uh, interviews with cosplayers, interviews with voice actors and actresses, you definitely want to head on over to there and check that out. Um, check out our individual YouTube pages if you want to see what we like, what videos we may upload. Uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash S. Ari is at Ari22682. You can find Mako-chan over at Jupluna. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. That's where you go if you want to keep up to date with our website, our Facebook page, um, conventions that we're going to, and other things that we may pass forward you might want to check out also when we're live. If you want to follow us on Twitter and see what makes us tick or stuff like that, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJVonless. Ari is at the Ari Man. Mako Chan's over at Joe Videa. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just want to say to everybody that's liking our page, thank you. We really appreciate it. And for all the, as long as you can like the page, like the photos, like the videos, and everything, we're going to continue to add more um, information for you to check out. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjvonless. Um, Ari, uh, you can find him at uh, Ari Rockefeller. And Mako is over at Makoto Makochan Kino. And don't forget, we are here on the VOG Network uh, twice a week, uh, live on Tuesdays and encores on Thursdays. 9.30 um, on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. on Thursdays. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. Uh, you might want to check out some of these other shows. We have Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Anime Jam Session, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Buoy, and Guys on the Show. Definitely check them out. That's a whole entire gamut of different podcasts on the geek on the geek club you want to check out. So we're gonna go around the room, last words. 
Last words, Ari. I have a headache. I think I'm gonna try and turn in a night, maybe. Or play to the vision some more, I don't know. Sleep might sound good. As you can tell from the way I was just now. Sleep does sound mm -hmm. good. Uh, last words, Mako. Um, I'm going to go crawl into bed, but first I'm going to have some whoopie pie. Mm. That was the only thing I really bought at Zenkai Con. I got a dozen freaking whoopie pies. Uh, my last words. Uh, I'm just gonna kind of clean up some more, toss out some trash. I just found some anime on Hulu I'm gonna check out and then call it a night myself. And that's basically it. Oh, and one more thing I was gonna throw in there. Um, Crystal Chronicles is back. Um, Act uh, 26. Point five is up on iTunes. It's me, Mako, Say, and Yaten. We're talking about um, the latest musical, and I believe we'll be doing another episode this week, right? Yep, Sunday. All right, cool. All right, so Sunday, but later than we did. Mm -hmm. So that is it. End of list. Um, we're gonna get on out of here. Um, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Now, you did that just out of spite. No, I'm actually petting the cat, and he's purring very, very loudly. Uh... So you're both content, in other words. I just heard him. <laughs> okay, people. Good night. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs> <laughs>